From the newsroom of the Bryant College Station Eagle, this is the Brazos Sports Press Cast. And now, the Eagle High School Sports Team. Alex Miller and Jake Weiss. What's going on, everyone? This is the Brazza Sports Preps cast. I'm not Jake Weiss, although that is Alex Miller. I'm Travis Brown of the Eagle. Jake is out on assignment this week. <laughs> he is out on assignment. Uh, I assignment. I uh, so it is the final week of Texas high school football regular season. The playoffs are just around the corner, Alex. How excited are you? Uh, I, I just can't believe that we're already at this point of the season. I mean... The anticipation builds all summer. You start circling the games that you think are going to be great matchups. We've had a lot of those games pan out to be great matchups. We've had surprise teams emerge, as we do every year. And we've got a lot of teams playing for district championships here locally and around the Brazos Valley, but also for playoff seating. And, you know, for, for a few, this this is the last game of the season. And so there's just some teams that are that are playing for pride and, and a way to end the year on a good note. Six teams playing for a district title this week. Let's start with uh, College Station and A&M Consolidated as they had the big crosstown showdown this past week. Yeah, I mean, let's just reflect on that game for a minute. First of all, what a game, what an atmosphere. I wrote a column in, in Tuesday's paper about the game and just – the atmosphere and the environment of it really good for the community you know this town has had rivalries come and go and it a rivalry is something that's kind of been missing in a sense uh between teams of the same town and you know the the renewal of college station and consol certainly lived up to the hype uh consol jumping out to the big lead college station finding a way to settle in and get things going on offense and slow down Consol's really potent offense. Uh, and then at the end, College Station trying to get the ball back up 10. They've got the game in hand, but they're trying to score again because, well, there's a kind of complicated situation in the district standings because College Station winning put them in a three-way tie between Consol and Georgetown. And when you look at the point differential, College Station needed another touchdown to be in first place in the point differential, now it's kind of hairy going into this last week of the season, Travis. So what does A&M Consolidated need to do uh, to, to win that district title? Yeah, I mean, the math is simple here. If, if the Tigers beat Leander Glenn this week, they will be the top seed in the district. Uh, if they lose, though, they're, they're going to need to hope for some chaos. And one of the games will have already been played. College Station plays Thursday night. Consol plays Friday night. Uh, so... You know, Georgetown, on the other hand, they're playing Cedar Park. Um, College Station, Consol, Georgetown, and Cedar Park, those are the established four teams that will make the playoffs in this district. What is still up for grabs is seeding, obviously. So, you know, every team has something at stake. Cedar Park's trying to get, get up in the seeding at the last minute. All these other three teams, they're trying to get the top spot. But for Consol, it's very simple. Win and you're number one, lose, and, well, <laughs> it's just going to have to be seen what, what happens around the rest of the other games. Not so simple for College Station, though. No, not at all. Uh, they need to win and they need some help. And so the way that it looks right now is that Consol, when you look at the aggregate score between the, the point differential between the three teams that are tied for first, Consol has a plus four. College Station is minus one, and Georgetown, I think, is minus three or four. And so College Station's sitting there number two. Now, haven't been able to get clarification on this yet, but the way that it could go is 
if all three teams win, because they're favored, if all three won, and it could be one of two things. It could be Consol's one, College Station's two, and Georgetown's three based on the point differential, or it could be Consol is one because they won the point differential, and then it could go to head-to-head between two and three, which then Georgetown would be second, College Station would be third because of the head-to-head win two weeks ago over in Georgetown. So, you know, if Consol loses, though, uh, Georgetown would be first, College Station would be second. If Georgetown loses and Consol loses, College Station would be first, Consol would be second, Georgetown would be third. We could do this for like 30 more minutes, Travis. The point is, College Station needs to win. They need some help if they want to win a district championship and be the number one seed. And they need to be rooting for Consol and Georgetown to both lose uh, if they want that that title. Yeah, for sure. Uh, well, you know, Consol could win, and and College Station could win, and Georgetown could lose, and they would still still be number one. What College Station needs really is Georgetown to lose. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Eagles have been on a roll. They got by Leander Glenn last week by six. That was the first time they'd been slowed. I think I heard they only had like six possessions the whole game Georgetown did. Leander Glenn, for those who aren't aware, they were in a slot T offense, loved to control the clock. Against College Station, they had like a nine-minute drive, something crazy like that. So, you know, Consol is going to have to find a way to get things going on offense throughout the whole game. We saw how explosive they were against College Station in the beginning last week. They need to be able to sustain that throughout the game and they're gonna have to get some pivotal stops and be very disciplined on defense uh, knowing what's at stake this week let's shift gears you, you know I'm, I'm a private school guy i gotta give love to the private schools. oh yeah braz is christian had, had quite a season this year yeah i mean you know it, it's been kind of up and down for the eagles you know they're four and four but hey they're three and oh in district right now and so they've been they've been really coming on the last few weeks into district play and so they're going to host Northland Christian for the district championship this week. Uh, Stone Walker, he's a really good player for Northland Christian. What a he, name. I know, what a name, Stone Walker. And so he, he's a guy that the Eagles are, that's definitely a focal point for them, that Northland Christian's got a receiver that's pretty good. And so, you know, the Eagles, they're, they're going to need they're gonna need some big games from the likes of Ryan Burton and company. Uh, and so... You know, they got a big win over Alpha Omega this last week, uh, pretty convincing on the road. And so, yeah, Brazos Christian, they're right in the thick of it. And uh, they've really turned it around this last month of the season after kind of a kind of a tough start in non-district play, if we're being honest. Yeah, that Northland Christian's had a, had a pretty good season, though. Uh, uh, they are 7-2, uh, 3-0 in district. Right. Um, so uh, going to be a pretty good game. For sure. Hey, Brenham, this is this is the big test for the Cubs. And, you know, they're a team that they have found a way and have really kind of maneuvered their way through district play unblemished. Uh, and now they're going to have to face the top cap, though. They're playing Montgomery Lake Creek. You know, Montgomery Lake Creek, they're number five in 5A Division II right now. They're undefeated. They're 9-0 overall, 5-0 in the district. And they've they've really hardly been challenged since week one. They beat Angleton by four, but since then, they've really just been rolling over teams, and honestly, they've been scoring a lot of points, and their defense hasn't allowed a lot, and they were in a shootout early in district play against Montgomery, but other than that, they really haven't given up more than about 14 points all season. Honestly, no more than 10 in district play, so we know what Brenham's capable of on offense. They're going to have to have their best foot forward on defense, though in order to get 
the win uh, because this Lake Creek team, they are really, really good. You look at some of the stats, sophomore running back Ty Byers, he he is the truth. He's got over 1,600 rushing yards, 29 touchdowns. I mean, he's starting to put together an all-state type of season as a sophomore. So he's definitely going to be the focal point of that, that offense uh, for the Burnham defense. And, hey, if Burnham can win a district championship, that'd be a huge accomplishment in Danny Young's first season as head coach. The last time Burnham won an outright district championship, Travis, was 2013. And you know what happened in 2013 for the Burnham Cubs? I, I don't know for the Burnham Cubs, but go tell me. They went to the state championship game and lost to the Alito Bearcats, who you're probably familiar with. Oh, I was probably were, covering that you game. You were probably actually. covering that game <laughs> at AT&T Stadium. That's why I thought you might remember. Um, but I've slept since then, Alex. <laughs> honestly. <laughs> but, you know, needless to say, this has been a, a really uh, kind of historic season for Burnham in, in some sense. Kind of up and down in non-district play. Really found their way through district district action. And so, you know, they're really looking to cap it off this week with a big win over Lake Creek. Centerville, we have two more of these six teams left. What is what is Centerville facing this week? Yeah, I mean, Centerville's been the team to beat over there in District 12, 2A Division One, And now they've got to go play Corrigan-Camden. Corrigan-Camden, I mean, they're a team that, you know, they have played before in mostly non-district, at least from what I can remember. They've been Maybe they've been in district before. Uh, and so what a, what a regular season finale or a good district title showdown, you know, Corrigan Camden, they've really come along this last month too. They, they have shut out their last four opponents and I'm not going to say that that district has been the strongest cause it hasn't, but shutting out four straight opponents is quite a feat. And so, you know, the test is going to be now can Corrigan Camden slow down Paxson Hancock and company because Centerville's got guys out the wazoo. I mean, they've got probably five, six, seven guys that can really, really carry the ball and make a difference in the run game. And so, you know, for me, I think Centerville's big game experience in non-district play, you know, they pushed Mark down to the wire. Uh, they got they got some big wins in non-district play. That should really help the Tigers, I think, playing against a team like Corrigan Camden. And, you know, for both these teams, this is a great matchup going into the playoffs because this is the type of team you're going to see in maybe the second, third, or even fourth round of the playoffs. And so if you're if you're Centerville, you know, win or lose, you really like having this game going into, into the postseason because these are the type of teams that Centerville is going to have to beat. They're going to have to get through the likes of Timpson to get to that next level where they want to get. And so it all starts this week trying to seal off a district championship. Pretty simple for Lexington uh, this week. Yeah, I mean, if Lexing- Lexington's in the driver's seat, they're 4-0 in district, uh, big win over Rogers last week, and now they know- now they got to go beat Buffalo. And so, you know, th- they're looking for their first outright district championship since 2017. Uh, Lexington's defense has been pretty stellar this season. Freshman quarterback Case Evans, he's really come along. We first saw him at seven on seven, and he was he was kind of getting it going. And I was like, man, this is the future of Lexington football. And you know, he's a guy that has has kind of grown up throughout the season. It looks like, and so you know, Lexington they've 
they've been the team to beat in that district this season, and, and they're looking for one more, kind of like Centerville is. So that's six teams looking for a possible district title. A&M Consolidated College Station, Brazos Christian, Brenham, Centerville, and Lexington uh, hoping to bring home some hardware. But there's teams that are also on the bubble for playoffs trying to get one of those last few seeds. Uh, let's start with Anderson Shiro. Yeah, you know, the Owls, they're in fourth place right now in District 12, 3A Division II. Uh, they've got to beat Trinity on the road this week to, to get in. You know, things can kind of get weird in that district, it looks like, if Warren beats Kuntz, uh, and there would be a three-way tie for third place. So, you know, we were talking about all the different scenarios and point differential between College Station and AM Consolidated. Could be the same kind of deal if uh, there's a three-way tie there for fourth place. Uh, but, you know, hey, Coach Hodges and his team, they're looking to just go and get a win. And, uh, you know, the Owls, they're, they're looking to get back in the postseason for the first time in a couple years, it looks like. Just down Highway 6 from us right here at the Eagle, Navasota. Yeah, uh, you look at the 12-4A Division One standings, and uh, it's kind of a total logjam. And... Navasota sitting back. They don't play this week. Uh, their last game was last week, and they lost a, a nail-biter against Brazosport. That's kind of been the theme for the Rattlers in a couple of their district games this year, dropping some some really close ones. And so, you know, they're in a four-way tie. Well, I guess technically they're a half game behind these teams, but really they're in a four-way tie for, Bay, with, for second place with Bay City, Brazosport, and Stafford. So, Navasota's got wins over Bay City and Stafford. Uh, that helps them. But somebody's going to get left out because only four make the playoffs from a district. So, Brazosport plays El Campo this week. El Campo probably going to win that game. And so, that would put Brazosport in a tie with Navasota at 3-3, three and three, though Brazosport has a head-to-head win over them. And then, Bay City, they play Stafford this week. So, the loser will be 3-3. Three and three. Like we said before, Navasota has wins over each of those teams. So then it kind of goes to a tiebreaker between the three schools for uh, the third and fourth seed. And so, you know, same type of deal. Goes down to a tiebreaker and point differential and how they do that. I don't know. Maybe they go Friday Night Lights and meet at a truck stop somewhere. Maybe Bucky's and Waller and do a little good old coin flip over there at the gas station. I mean, would there be a better spot to have a Texas high school football coin flip? I mean, you got you gotta you gotta sell that thing up. Put some bleachers in there. Pass out the beaver nugs, man. That would be great. That would be great. I, so, if, if that happens, please text me. I'd love <laughs> to go to that. Other key games this week. Let's start with Brian Rudder. Yeah, you know this is gonna be it for the Rangers this season. Uh, this is, they're they're looking for their first district win of the year. They're still searching for that elusive win, uh, and they play Montgomery at home this week. And this is not gonna be an easy game. Because we talk about teams that are trying to get in the playoffs. Montgomery has really come along and fought their way into playoff contention. They've got to win this week to get into the playoffs themselves. So the Rangers are definitely going to be getting the Bears' best shot. Playing spoiler a little bit this week. Norman G at Leon. Yeah, you know, Leon. Leon's a team that's kind of been maybe a little surprising this month. Uh, They've gotten a couple wins in the last few weeks and they're playoff bound. So, you know, they clinched the playoff spot last week. They beat West Harden. And so, uh, you look at the other side, Norman G similar to Rudder. This is it for them. They're playing for pride this week. This is a rivalry game. And so, you know, 
this is this is a game that people are going to come to regardless of what the team's records are. And so they're seeking their first win of the season too. And so what better way to end the season uh, with a win over your rival uh, in Leon? Another private school to wrap this up, Allen Academy versus Conroe Covenant. Yeah, you know, Allen Academy's got a playoff spot wrapped up. And I uh, was talking to Coach Adams earlier this week. You know, this is a game that the Rams have had circled for most of the season. And so a win over Covenant puts them in second place. They'd play Marble Falls Academy on the road that first week of the playoffs uh but a loss would put them in third place in the district standings and so then they would play san marcus academy in the first round so i'm, I'm gonna throw a curveball at you here yeah let's hear it because because the, the 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 script is is done we have those six teams that are playing for a district title consol college station brazos christian brenham centerville lexington out of that group and i know really it's five because consol and college station are in the same district who makes the longest playoff run? Ooh, that's a good question. Okay, of these six, right now, right now, the smart bet is Centerville. Okay, uh, Centerville collectively is probably the deepest, most experienced, and battle-tested team, uh, all things considered. And so, I'll go Centerville. Uh, this is a team that should be in the region final, and uh, they should be playing Timpson for a chance to play in the semifinals. So, you know, that's that's kind of my that's kind of my betting odds right now. Um, I'll say this: I think I think Consol and College Station could make a run. Uh, I like how they stack up against that region. I like how they stack up against the district that they're paired up with, and so. You know, College Station's a team that I know they've got a, a lot of. This is this is a fresh bunch from from this year that you know they have guys from last year's team that went to that state title game, but in a in a sense they've got some they've got some new pieces that uh, have really stepped up this year. But you know they've been through the gauntlet. They've beaten Denton Ryan and Frisco Lone Star, and they've been in a state championship type environment. So, you know, that helps them and you know, Consol, they they've got they've got the dudes and they've got, you know, the size on the lines to to get it going. It's just can the Tigers put together some complete games and, you know, not not have a lull in the middle of the game like they did last week against College Station. That's something that they're looking to do, find some more consistency, uh put together a holistic game and uh yeah, I, I also think I, I like Lexington. You know, I you know I I'm not too familiar with their region, um, but from from what I've seen in the box scores and the way we've been able to talk about Lexington this year, you know, they're they're a team that could be a sleeper down in three A Division two. Yeah, I was about to say dark horse pick was would, would Lexington kind of fall in that category. For yeah, you? I'll go. I'll I'll pick Lexington as a dark horse pick, uh, and you know, I'm really curious to see what Brenham does this week. You know, if they beat Lake Creek, that'd be huge because Lake Creek has been leaps and bounds the best team in this district so far this year. And so if Brenham beat Lake Creek, that tells me Brenham's legit. Uh, but at the same time, if they beat Lake Creek, they can't let that be their Super Bowl. Uh, at the same time, if Brenham goes out and they lose to Lake Creek, but it's a close game and they push them for a full four quarters that hardly anybody else has done this season – 
that's also kind of a, a win in, in some regards that, you know, Brenham's a team to watch out for going into the postseason. My dark horse, I'll just stick with my private school kids and go with Brazos Christian and say that hey, they can make a little run. Hey, Coach Washington's got, got a fierce bunch, and they've really got it going the last few weeks, so I don't think that's a bad pick, Travis. Well, we, we've gone through everything. You've done all of the math, and thankful it was you and not me. <laughs> You did all the math, so you know where everything sits heading into this weekend as far as the playoff picture and district titles go. Uh, be sure to check theeagle.com for all the uh, previews uh, and, and stories leading up to this big weekend in Texas high school football. And uh, we'll see you next week on another edition of the Brazos Sports Prepcast.